Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. When one wonders about the validity of content they see on television, you, you really need to look no further than the way the legal process and courtroom process are depicted in, in a variety of legal television programs to see some disparity. Uh, hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell. And if you have listened to prior podcasts here on Chicago's Legal Latte, you may have heard figures thrown around that indicate well over 90% of all litigation gets resolved without having to go to court. Uh, many of those instances involve uh, the attorneys representing each side finding a way to settle the matter before entering the courtroom. And today we're going to discuss two additional means of settling cases, but these, while while not involving an actual trial, do hold to more formal processes. So while courtroom drama may make for good television, the topics of mediation and arbitration, I hope, will make for a good podcast. Now, weighing in my favor to to present a good podcast today is the fact that I'll be joined by Attorney Heidi Kuffel of Lavelle Law. Heidi's going to walk us through these two approaches and explain how they help move cases along to perhaps a more prompt and sometimes equitable solution. A lot to cover. Good afternoon. Heidi, how are you? Good. How are you, Jim? Good, good. Now, I always like uh, clear definitions of keywords in our discussion before we get into uh, the particular topics um, and start talking about similarities and differences. So can you just provide a quick description of what we mean when we talk about mediation and arbitration? Sure. So arbitration, they're, well, they're both forms of alternative dispute resolution, and arbitration uh, is an alternative dispute resolution whereby the parties uh, submit a controversy to a neutral arbitrator uh, or maybe even a group of arbitrators uh, for a hearing and uh, at the end of that, the arbitrator will render an award, where uh, mediation is a different form of alternative dispute resolution, which involves still the use of a neutral third party, uh, but who just assists in helping to settle the matter. Okay. So let's let's kind of pick them apart here. We'll start with arbitration. And, and you know, I, I sort of am familiar with that term from just reading the paper in, in you know, professional sports, how they, how they handle salary disputes or, or salary cases. And Often, I think cases involving public uh, union negotiations are those are those common types of cases in which arbitration is used, or are there others as well? Yes, um, absolutely. There, and also in just commercial uh, litigation, insurance, um, even like you said, in, in that's also an employment context um, as well. Uh, sometimes even um, just civil suits, uh, depending upon the dollar amount claimed, uh, will go to a mandated um, arbitration. Okay. Now, you just mentioned mandated arbitration. Is that something that parties can be forced into? Can they choose, or is it either either or? Um, usually, arbitration does stem from some sort of mandated process, um, whether it be a contract, uh, like you're referring to, um, for a professional athlete. Um, there might be an arbitration clause in there, so rather than um, if anything should come up as far as um, uh, litigation and uh, a party should want to sue, they would first have to actually arbitrate if there's an arbitration clause in there. Um, or it can be mandated uh, through the court, like I, uh, what I was talking about as far as um, if certain dollar amounts that aren't 
aren't quite small claims. They're over the small claims amount, but they're under the uh, law division amount. Um, they will be pushed to arbitration uh, rather than uh, trial. Okay. And at the beginning, when I asked you for for a definition, you you gave us a nice succinct description there. But let's let's uh, kind of go a little bit further into detail here with with arbitration and the process involved. Um, how is it different than than a trial, and what really takes place as you go through arbitration? Sure. So arbitration um, is. It's very, it's uh, more informal than a trial. Yet the preparation and work that goes into it um, is is sort of like preparing for a trial, but on a smaller level. Um, you're preparing for uh, basically a, a substantial hearing, um, and they do have some shortcuts um, in preparing for arbitration. You get to um, produce a, a packet of, of evidence um, that, if you produce it um, within the uh, timeline permitted, you can um, submit that without having to lay a foundation. Then, when you are um, actually at the arbitration, so you can kind of save on time um, at the arbitration in that way. Otherwise, if you if you chose not to do something like that, you'd be presenting evidence just as you would at a trial. Only um, the format there is a little different. Everyone sort of sits in a room together, and it's a lot more informal, even though you are still putting on witnesses um, as well as uh, entering in evidence. And so I was going to ask about witnesses. So even in an arbitration scenario, you're you're able to call witnesses and and uh, kind of go through the normal questioning process with them. Yes, yes, it's very it's very similar in that way. Yes. Okay. And and you you mentioned, and I don't want to you know discredit you for the great work you do. You mentioned you know the fact that you can take some shortcuts in in your preparation. Some things are done differently. Shortcut is probably not the right word for me to use there, but. Um, you know, as you prepare for an arbitration hearing as, as an attorney representing someone, you know, is there anything different about how you go about it in, in terms of what you have to prepare and how you even prepare your client? Um, it, well, you know, you have you submit in a, uh, in advance um, how long you believe the arbitration um, will be, and usually the standard time is about three hours for those. And um, depending upon the amount you believe it will take, you might have to ask for uh, even like leave of court. Um, say you are already in a pending um, you know litigation piece that got was mandated to arbitration, um, you would have to ask for additional time. So what's very important about your preparation is that um, you want to be precise. You want to get your um, all the necessary evidence out um, as as quickly um, and efficiently as possible, and then you really want to um, drill drill in on who are the important uh, the key witnesses in this matter, uh, because you don't have really the luxury of having a, a trial, if you want to call it that, the luxury mm-hmm. um, going on and on for for days at a time. You just have this small um, small window really to to get your case out there and, and be heard. And, and, and when you present, then does the arbitrator? render their decision right away or do they kind of take everything away and do a little research or what's the turnaround and finding out exactly the outcome? Sure. So the arbitrator, um, at the end of that, you walk away um, without knowing any kind of, um, like what you see in TV where right away you know a verdict mm-hmm. or something. Um, they can take time um, in rendering their award. And um, once they do you know, send that award to you, um, depending upon whether or not uh, it is um, – a binding award or not, you have the options of that, and you'll know that going into it, whether it's it's binding or not. If it is binding, um, then that's the decision you have, and um, you know there's always an appeal process. But if it's if it's not binding, you might end up right back in uh, court. You can reject the award and um, go back to litigating. Okay, so at that point, you would then go back to the traditional uh, trial process. 
Correct. Um, okay, well, we're, we're going to try and get to, to both sides of this here. We talked about arbitration and, and going to cover as much as we can in, in the time we have today. I know there's a lot more to discuss with uh, my guest attorney, Heidi Kuffel. So um, let me point you to LavelleLaw.com where you can search and find past podcasts and articles featuring Heidi's work. Um, in fact, she just posted an article recently on, on settlements a week or two ago that provides a, kind of another angle to the topic we're discussing today. So LavelleLaw.com is a great place to stop. Now, so far, we, we covered arbitration. We talked about mediation at the beginning. It's, it's another tactic, I assume a different tactic. Um, what sort of cases might be routed toward a, toward a mediation situation? Sure. So um, cases that go to mediation, they still can include um, similar types of cases as far as those I was talking about in, in civil litigation. Um, there's always sort of the opportunity if you're in a pending lawsuit um, to either motion the court uh, for a referral to mediation or the court can even um, refer you to mediation on its own. And then several um, family law cases uh, have mediation um, as well, and that's because joint parenting agreements often include these mediation provisions where the parties can't work out their differences um, after attempting to do so directly with one another. Um, they'll first have to then mediate the issue prior to going back and, and seeking any kind of um, uh, court interaction. And, and what about the process? It sounds as if, it, as you said, it can be routed in that direction and, and the parties have got to kind of try and work through things, so maybe there's not 100% cooperation on, on both sides. Is is the process different than what we talked about with arbitration and what it would be in a trial as well? How, how does this one differ? Sure. So depending upon whether it's just, the, and I guess mediation can be with your attorney or um, without. So if it's the parties, if it's just the parties going to mediation, they're um, going to basically come up with a, a list of sort of outcomes that they, they want from the mediation um, and, you know, be ready and to, to come to mediation with sort of an open ear to the other person's um, side as well. And then if it's um, more of like a, a civil litigation, um, what often happens is uh, there's there are rules and procedures in place there where, um, the parties will exchange uh, like a settlement demand from a uh, plaintiff, and then uh, the defendant will respond to that um, with their defenses and um, their um, willingness sort of to uh, their position as far as um, settlement goes. And so in turn, we talked earlier about arbitration and how you prepare for that. So as you sounds like there's a little more back and forth here, a little more documentation, a little more work between the parties as opposed to going directly through the arbitrator and just presenting. So what what do you do differently as you are in a situation where you're you're in mediation? Sure. So um, you're exactly right. The arbitration, um, you're pretty much uh, just preparing um, basically for for your client um, just your case to present at that time. And then uh, mediation is, is a lot more um, back and forth. You're wanting to know ahead of time. Um, this is why like the exchange is so important um, to succinctly put out your position and then to receive their position as well. So when you're going into mediation, you fully understand what it is um, that, you know, obviously you're looking for, which is what you know in arbitration, but you also understand what the other side is looking for too. So I think that that brings together um, more of the uh, settling mentality um, prior to even arriving at the mediation. So um, it's a very, very important to understand both sides very well uh, prior to getting into that um, mediation. And, and in the mediation, are you then talking to a an individual, or is there a panel, and, and are they judges or just uh, court-appointed experts? Who, who are you deal, actually dealing with? 
Sure. Um, they will um, they will be certified in their in uh, mediation. It could be uh, it could be an attorney. It doesn't have to be an attorney, um, but uh, you would be working with just uh, one individual there. And sort of at the at the beginning of the mediation, everyone sits down together and then um, listens to each other. And what's great about that is that it's uh, it's face to face, and everyone is there, and it's not you know hiding behind. Um, a computer screen or hiding behind the telephone or um, even your attorney, for that matter. It's face-to-face. And um, there's something definitely very productive about that. And then the mediator will take uh, each of the parties alone separately and sort of um, work on each of the parties that way. And then what, what's the expected outcome in this instance? Is, does the mediator then just provide a, a recommendation or do they provide something that is actually, you know, what you then need to, to follow to continue on? Um, sure. So the mediator um, has it works to um, get us closer and closer together. And really by the end of it, um, you know, they they will make a, a recommendation that's not very far off from, from wherever it is um, you, you sort of end up. Um, and then by that time, you're so close to to that settlement amount that it's probably, you know, you're, you're hopeful that it does work. But um, either you will have reached an agreement on your own just from them going back and forth between the two parties, or um, that mediator will propose something and it will be very close to what you've discussed. And real quickly then, as we talk about each of these processes, um, I know in, in some cases if you are litigating, you might go into court, and once once you get into court, that's when maybe a settlement process, you know, picks up speed. Um, are these things that are, are done arbitration and mediation before you get into court? Or it sounds like from your descriptions that you might actually start a trial in some cases and then back out to, to try one of these methods. It kind of kind of come different times in the sequence. Right, exactly. It can come at different times in the sequence. Um, it's probably never too close to a trial um, as it's as it's getting there, but you always want to, you know, obviously settle as as close as you know as as soon as you possibly can. So, um, you know, these can go in pretty early, or they can they can also happen when um, the parties are are very tired of of litigating the matter and want some sort of resolution. Got it. Well, uh, Heidi Kuffel of Lavelle Law has been my guest, and I want to thank her for being here. We would actually had a, a caller with a question we didn't get to. Uh, they dropped off, so I apologize for that. Hopefully we can get that answered for you. And you can do that by reaching out to Heidi at 847-705-7555. Again, lavellelaw.com, great place to uh, find out more from past articles, podcasts, and uh, a lot of relevant information there. So please take a chance, 847-705-7555 or lavellelaw. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Chicago's Legal Latte. If you have any questions or topics for a future episode, please call Lavelle Law Limited at 847-705-7555 or email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.